but uh, currently uh, trading is not an area you're right that we have focused on and so it seemed like there was a good opportunity here to to build this out because most people start there so if you want to get dash into the hands of people that's where you start is basically ensuring that these exchanges are are, are there that dash mm -hmm. is on them and that they have instant sending chain locks and supporting them wherever you can and also they support you yeah uh, and then once they get the dash that's when you take them and we have a lot of different uh ramps for this but into the payments now okay you have the dash you can continue to trade it or you can use it This episode is sponsored by NordVPN. I've been using NordVPN for years since it doesn't log your data, has over 5,300 super fast servers in 59 countries, and I can pay in my favorite cryptocurrency, Dash, which is important since I'm unbanked. Take back your online privacy. Sign up now with the promo code DCN and get 68% off, or just $3.71 per month, plus an additional month free. Go to nordvpn.org slash DCN or use the coupon code DCN. So, hey everyone, I have the wonderful pleasure today of speaking with the one and only Omar Hamway of Dash Core Group. How's it going, Omar? Good, how are you? Hi, everyone. Yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm caffeinated and I am ready to get into this thing fast because the topic of the day is fast pass. And so, obviously, I covered the news when it came out that this, this fast pass thing launched for Dash. And obviously, you know, me as being sort of a into, uh, a part of the Dash community, one could call, um, I didn't have a ton of questions because, you know, it just makes sense. However, there's other stuff that I think we could really clear up and kind of get into because I, I think that this could be one of the more exciting things in this space that ha doesn't have anything directly to do with actual technical development or a giant business partnership. It's kind of something else, but I think could be huge, but I also really want to learn more. So what's your TLDR quick little breakdown on what exactly is FastPass first? So FastPass is a use, it's a awareness raising initiative. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you, uh, okay, so stepping back a bit. Mm -hmm. The short and sweet is that we have spent the last year adding instant send and chain locks into several platforms, building close partnerships, uh, and uh, this is across the trading ecosystem. So not just you know with, with exchanges, but custodials and so on. And one thing we needed to do, you know, beyond just making these announcements and promotions, is to have a single source of information as to which partners have this differentiated user experience uh, mm. for our users. And this is a recognition of that. Yeah. So basically, for so for those unaware of this whole uh, special feature, so Dash is a Bitcoin fork. So it's very similar to Bitcoin in its fundamental structure, but because of you know the master network and a whole bunch of other innovations, it has a few special features. Part of it is instant send, which if you recognize a special feature every single transaction is completely finalized in about under two seconds. And chain locks mean that when a single block is confirmed, it, it's basically finalized at that point. It's basically permanent. And not every exchange or every service knows how to deal with this because what people do is they just literally copy and paste the Bitcoin code in with just like, oh, it's Dash instead and everything runs or it's Litecoin instead or it's Dogecoin. It just all runs kind of like that. 
And so Dash has been used in a suboptimal way for many years. And basically, when people when exchanges or services implement this special feature, then all of a sudden it kind of gets, you know, now you can actually see, well, wow, I didn't realize all this was going on under the hood. So that's kind of what it is. But uh, when you're talking about FastPass, so essentially, is it just a a web like a page on the main Dash website that just kind of says, oh, by the way, use these kind of uh, services, or is it a little bit more than that? No, it's a little bit more than that. So there is a criteria to, to be to become a FastPass uh, accredited partner. So mm -hmm. with, with chain locks, adding chain locks, of course, you know, like like you were mentioning, it adds this security feature, but also it's it's another way to look at it is like instant send light. Uh, so you can perform the same uh, trans. Well, it's similar to instant send in the sense that it's fast. So mm -hmm. it's about two and a half minutes uh, to roughly equivalent to to confirm or process your transaction, whether it's a deposit withdrawal or just a trade. Uh, but the criteria is, you know, we, what we were looking to do, because we're accrediting these partners, it's kind of an endorsement um, without, you know, uh, using that word. But basically, they have to be large and trusted. They have to be, uh, you know, have between zero and two confirmations. Uh, you know, and by large and trusted, I mean, you know, either verified by a third party or they have, uh, you know, no big ethical qualms, I guess, uh, or, or issues in the past and uh, are trusted by their users. And then also, or, and, and these are, this is, these are two of the main categories. However, we do make exceptions for those that offer a unique service within uh, the trading ecosystem for Dash. So mm -hmm. what we did was we, you know, with this FastPass page, um, it does raise the awareness as to who, whom they can use uh, you know, uh, used for trading or different services, uh, custodial derivatives, margins, and so on. But there is an opportunity here because the vast majority of uh, individuals who are using the, these platforms are spot traders. Um, mm -hmm. You know, people who are going into exchange or just you know doing a, you know one-time trade or something like that, or maybe even more. Like, and then they're they're hodling the uh, the crypto. And so what this opportunity presented was a way to inform our users beyond just what or where rather they can do these things uh, but the what's wise you know has so uh, like taking derivatives for an example what is a derivative uh, you know a lot of people don't know the answer to that okay so let's let's give that I barely know the answer to that almost it, it, it's <laughs> complex right like and so there are different types and so we we walk them through what a derivative is, um, why would you use it, how to set up that kind of trade, uh, and then you know where, step by step, to make to basically mm. the idea is to have individuals on the spot side start to use other aspects of the ecosystem, which benefits our partners, of course, but also benefits our users. On on the other side, there is also an opportunity to bring in bring in more services. Through FastPass, so we're not just raising awareness to the users; we're raising awareness to other companies, and this includes as well institutional partners, uh, professional traders, and so on. So we're also performing; uh, we're, we're partnering with a few different uh, uh, well-known institutions that do analysis, that do uh, you know, analytics, uh, and so on, in order to be able to 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 also uh, appeal to the professional side of, of trading. You know, people are doing this every day, and this is their bread. Mm -hmm. 
So there's yeah. that. But then there's one other thing that also is really neat. It's like, okay, we've added instant send. We've added chain locks uh, and done this whole thing. But how, what, do you, what can you do with this, right? And so this is, is I mean, besides just depositing, withdrawal, and trading with that one exchange, oh, wait, I can, I can do arbitrage. I can automate my trading strategies with, with, with bots. I can go to sleep and have you know, my trades done for me, and I don't have to mm. wake up with a heart attack. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So this is the, there are going to be functional elements that won't take development from our side. But mm -hmm. again, it goes into awareness raising. So, I mean, it's a very broad term I'm using here to cover a lot of different things. Yeah. So um, if there's a few different functionalities, so I looked I looked at the page, and obviously there's a few I recognize that take instant send it. As soon as you make a deposit or whatever, it just instantly recognize that. And then there's a few that were chain locks, as in after two and a half minutes or in Coinbase, because they're really sticklers with that, like five minutes, um, then that gets, then they recognize that. And then there's some others that I recognize that might not have be that, but use like a staking element. So, and for no. those unfamiliar, Dash doesn't do staking per se. Like you can't just set aside like four or five Dash and just be like, all right, I'm going to get recurring and, you know, rewards off of this it's a thousand dash to run a master node and then you get that and so a staking service would be you deposit something and then the um, the company then runs a master node and then gets the gets the this bits for you and then sends it back and then there's like a few other little things and so when you're what kind of experience can the average customer today expect when they visit the fastpass page because my initial based on the name of it thinking was, oh, it's all going to be fast. It's all going to be really quick. But some of them might not be very fast, but they have staking or whatever. And so that might be confusing to an average person kind of use it. So first off, is there what is the is is there a common feature among all of this? And if not, is there going to be some kind of a differentiator or is that or if not, are you kind of aiming for trying to get everyone on board to just have the all the common features anyway. So who's in the fast pass are, you know, like I was saying, they, they do have that common feature where it's needed. Mm -hmm. So like to your point, staking is not a speed driven element, mm -hmm. but it is an important component in trading ecosystem as opposed to just keeping your dash in, you know, a, a wallet mm -hmm. just, you know, it's kind of like putting your money under a couch versus putting it into like some sort of, you know, interest accruing account. So um, it, it's, it's, also trying to offer everything a trader would need mm -hmm. so it's but but at the same time you know we're we're validating that this this um the service is has a good user experience or is offering you know a good rate or something like that like it, it, there is an aspect to it that is um uh, that that involves some level of due diligence to ensure that our users are benefiting from this um so uh we're if you look at, um, I think we released this back in Q2 2020, there is a, uh, during the quarterly call, there was a, one of the slides, uh, I think it's in the business development section, that was showing the entire trading ecosystem and what we're trying to, you know, we broke it up into different pieces and what do we need it to, 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 to basically be um, robust enough for users to use it, but also give them options. Uh, so we needed, of course, you know, speed, we needed, uh, we needed to have options, you know, and I'm not talking about derivative options, but like you know, mm -hmm. just choices. 
Exactly. Uh, and, and then it also needs liquidity and it needs, um, you know, a few other things. So that's what we're doing. So this trade, this fast pass is, is meant to, um, it, you know, it's, it's fast where it needs to be and it's robust where it needs to be. Uh, yeah. And so it, it seems like this first off, um, kind of brings some much needed attention to the trading elements of Dash. And this has been one of those constant battles in Dash in the past is, you know, as at some point Dash decided to pivot towards a digital cash for everyday people, nice, you know, light blue and nice cool logo and just squeaky clean kind of PayPal-y sort of corporate image that like a lot of the cypherpunk people were just not happy about that it was you know, very mainstream. And a, as part of that has been the whole there's been a lot of discussion in the community. Like, what can we do to pump the coin? What are we going to do to just make people buy into that? Because crypto is a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Generate hype, get a lot of people to buy your coin, and then the price goes up. And uh, Dash as a whole, but it, particularly Dash Core Group, has kind of shied away from that. I'm sure there's regulatory reasons as do. well yeah. as just ethical reasons. Like, don't just, right. hey, buy my coin. You know, like, what can you do with it? So first off, um, this kind of trading... I, I think that a lot of traders have really slept on Dash because, you know, the arbitrage kind of capabilities are just so cool. You can just instantly, instantly, in, instantly get deposits on all kinds of different exchanges and withdrawals all in the same little ecosystem. Mm -hmm. And so I do feel like this is an attempt to try to shine the light back on that. And um, so first off, is this thing mostly targeted, this initiative mostly targeted towards traders? Or is it for now kind of trader focused, but then eventually you're doing something else? So, okay, now that's, that's all, uh, those are all really good points. I have a few different um, answers for this. So you're absolutely right. The Dash is a payments focused cryptocurrency and it still is a payments focused cryptocurrency. But mm -hmm. um, this is appealing to, I mean, it is the trading ecosystem uh, right currently. Uh, you know, down the line, we may expand this into uh, payments uh, as well, you know, because there are several payments uh, partners that have instant or chain locks, have a great user experience and so on. But uh, currently, uh, trading is not an area, you're right, that we have focused on. And so it seemed like there was a good opportunity here to, to build this out because most people start there. So if you want to get Dash into the hands of people, that's where you start. Is basically ensuring that these exchanges are are, are there, that Dash mm -hmm. is on them, and that they have instant sending chain locks and supporting them wherever you can, and also they support you. Yeah. Uh, and then once they get the Dash, that's when you take them, and we have a lot of different uh, ramps for this, but into the payments. Now, okay, you have the Dash, you can continue to trade it, or you can use it. Um, and in all likelihood, you know, they'll probably trade it for a bit, and that's why we're also attracting professional traders. Uh, but also simultaneously having spot traders do more with Dash so that they become more used to using Dash, more, you know, they mm. start to see the differences, you know, versus, let's say, Bitcoin. Um, you know, I'm not talking Lightning Network, but like just generally, you know, the, the, or Ethereum, where the cost of the transaction is really high and the speed is not as fast. So, uh, you know, like, for example, you were saying with arbitrage, Dash can be used to move uh, not just to take advantage of an arbitrage opportunity for Dash. But if you see like a BTC, I don't know, Ethereum pair on some other exchange that you want to take advantage of, 
it's faster to move Dash there, and assuming it has a low transaction cost, exchange it into BTC and take advantage of that trade uh, versus you know just moving your BTC and waiting until the opportunities come. So yeah, so yeah, it's, it's but however you know we are still focused on payments. Uh, you know the business development team. Uh, we're still we're still working on our other strategies, which which include Venezuela, which you know hyperinflation, uh, you know and esports and different markets like that. In order to simultaneously have people use Dash and have the places they need and they want to use Dash, so um, it's it's all part of an, an ecosystem, right? Like mm -hmm. trading ecosystem is a subsect of the larger Dash ecosystem, but because that's where a lot of people are coming from and that's where a lot of people are getting their Dash, it's important to have that uh, built up. And if they go to an exchange and have to wait three days or 50 confirmations to get their dash, they're probably not going to use it yet. Yeah. And that's one thing is the crypto space is super speculative still where people, you know, I'm sure we're seeing the DeFi craze as we speak and just people buying all kinds of different, um, produce themed tokens like yams and sushis and stuff like that. And it's just, it's very strange to see, but there is a cold, hard reality that does hit. And I kind of see it, show up in markets sometimes so for example when bitcoin hit its scaling limit in like you know late 2016 and then towards like 2017 its market dominance factor started to drop a lot faster it was naturally the market was naturally diversifying a little bit over time but when that hit it just started to become more apparent and you know when um when Ethereum hit its CryptoKitties kind of scaling problems at the same time as Bitcoin mania was going on, then all of a sudden Litecoin, because of Coinbase, who was the, the other one on Coinbase at the time, hit just astronomical transaction uh, volumes and actually got to like over a dollar median transaction fee on Litecoin for like a couple days. And then now Litecoin I've seen is like almost in the 100,000 transaction range again, probably because, you know, Ethereum. And it's not like it's hyped. No one's like, well, Litecoin's like going to change the world because all this stuff is going on. No, a lot of people kind of consider it a dead coin to a certain extent. But it's it's just that's where it goes. And so eventually, you know, this kind of thing can, can kind of happen. Eventually, people are going to realize, you know what? I'm tired of waiting on Litecoin transactions. I know it's like I'm tired of waiting for... 30 confirmations or however many they want out of Litecoin. I'm tired of waiting like a couple hours. Uh, I just want this right away. And then they're going to start, you know, trickling in and eventually a trickle becomes an avalanche, hopefully. And um, Dash has kind of neglected or been neglected by the trading scene for a while. And so, yeah, I think it's probably a prudent move. Yeah, no. And, and to your point there, you know, we've, we've also neglected the trading scene, I think, um, mm -hmm. uh, the network, but like, uh, there is also the other aspect that Dash is is moving into uh, a whole new phase. I think, to your point, the industry is, uh, mm -hmm. and we need to 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 focus a little bit more on traders. Uh, like like you were saying, the other cryptocurrencies are not as you know useful, and in the mechanics, they can go up to a you know a dollar in fees. That's unlikely to happen to us. Like that's. We're, you know, it is tied mm -hmm. to the price, but like we're still going to be the fastest and cheapest cryptocurrency for the most part to, to uh, yeah. use. And I think, so retention is going to happen, hopefully. Exactly. And that's, that's what we're hoping. So as we build out the different places to spend and people are now using it to trade, uh, you know, the, 
they're they're now going to have more dash to be able to go and spend it and that's that's basically what we want we want it to uh not stick within one aspect of the ecosystem we want it to spread across the entire thing and the more people use it the better you know that dash metrics will do of course and so on but i mean that's that's you know usually we don't focus on that or or we go crazy yeah of course <laughs> well it, it dash has seen a that's one thing that i've noticed is dash has had a very steady growth of transaction volumes over the last however many years mm -hmm. and a lot of other coins have taken much more advantage of hype or whatever like that and or just actually every the whole space is growing let's be honest but yeah. dash has been the most consistently growing in that even at the down dumps of the bear market it still kind of was like flat and still going up a little bit and it just you know eventually you're gonna reach a point where everything else is just not scaling but dash keeps on creeping up yeah. now as as far as this whole yeah and i mean i'm clearly a sold person because i've been using dash since 2016 for basically my daily money because i was using a bitcoin and then nothing else really was viable other than dash and the experiences in using dash has gotten better over the years i've noticed but and also whenever i tell someone hey why don't you buy a gift card on bit refill and they do it with dash they're just like wow that was so fast yeah. and then then they they're hooked like even people who don't seem to like or care too much for it once they've done that, they still like, whenever they talk about that use case, they're all like, I do with Dash because it's super fast. Yeah. And uh, as far as like the fast pass uh, integration stuff, this gets interesting when you start talking about usernames and identities. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that the username space is just as fragmented as the, <laughs> as the, um, the rest of the crypto space where you got yeah, in Bitcoin SV, you got hand cash handles, and then you got paymails, which are a little both a little bit different. And then you got on uh, the rest of it, the ENS domains, and then Stopple domains, and then you got FIO, Foundation for Interwallet Operability. And then every random service is like, oh, I support this kind. Oh, I support that kind. And then eventually, there's a few that have like a dozen, <laughs> a half dozen different naming schemes, and it's it gets a little bit weird. But uh, when you have dashed usernames. Do you, is that going to be a priority for FastPass to highlight the username leveraging uh, services? Yeah, so I think, I think well, it, yeah, definitely the username uh, aspect of it will be big. Uh, but, you know, there's an opportunity to also connect these usernames, but also, because like I say, you, you do KYC AML. I mean, we're, we're talking about, obviously, these are just kind of in the brainstorm ideas, but, you know, some of the ideas that we've come up mm -hmm. with in discussions that we're vetting um, is is like, uh, for example, if you could do KYC AML uh, with your username, so like kind of sign in with Google or sign mm -hmm. in with Facebook, you'd be able to just sign up to an exchange very, very easily, right? And yeah. be able to take advantage of an opportunity there much faster than others. So Yeah, that's something that I've been really super bull bullish as, you know, I hate using that term, but super stoked about dash has been um the interoperability of usernames uh basically uh and my pet issue on this is social media to where uh right now i is i have a twitter account i have a facebook account i have like eight different social media accounts because i'm everywhere and it's a different login for each one i mean some like facebook and instagram have like a cross kind of pollination thing and but more importantly, they all have different friends lists. And how cool would it be if you just have one login that brings your friends list with you? So if you just go to like a Reddit 
from a Twitter. It's just mm. you just jump right into there and you can use that to private message people and send them money and it's all like super easy. Now, that stuff is what I'm really like crazy about. And of course, I don't have a bank account. I don't like banks. So I don't really care about the KYC part of things, but I know a lot of people do. So if you can have a secure way of storing KYC and then you can just, you know, check if the username has uh, the or the, the dash identity has some valid KYC credentials attached to it, like certified one place. And then which you know, that might be a little bit tricky depending on how you do things or like what happens if you get banned on one exchange, you get banned across the ecosystem. There's obviously a lot of particulars, but still it's just like, that's the thing that I hate the most about the old financial system. Obviously I have ideological reasons. I don't, you know, I believe in freedom and stuff like that, that people should be able to in transact with whom they want without permission. But as a user, that's the big thing I do not miss about the fiat KYC bank world is just having to like sign up and how long it takes. Like, hey, I wanna go, you know, hey, send me something on Venmo. Oh, I don't have a Venmo, oh, here it is. And I can't just go username, password, I'm in. I gotta be like, okay, take your little ID, take the picture with the ID, let's do this, let's verify. Oh, we put these, like, oh, just let me go. Let me go fast. So yeah. I guess yeah. the username KYC FastPass thing might be pretty cool. Well, that's, that's actually how I came up with the idea. I was kind of fed up of taking <laughs> yeah, exactly pictures and having like to write down like the date and this mm -hmm. you know uh, but yeah the, i think that's that's one of the problems we're trying to solve i mean at the end of the day if you look at the trend of all the stuff that uh or all the releases that dash has ever released they're all focused on the user and the user experience we're we're you know uh internally it's supposed to be so easy your grandparent can use it mm -hmm. so that's that's really the goal here is to take away of as much of the work as possible from the user and have them have a seamless user experience. And so what we're actually, um, this is a pretty exciting time for us, at least in, in, internally, where we're uh, working with our product team with Dana and you know Bob mm -hmm. and Ryan and so on to be able to uh, figure out or come up with use cases for Dash platform uh, that that would meet that exact criteria. So we're, we're talking to a lot of partners uh, and also non-partners that are, you know, interested in this technology that want to become, you know, launch partners with that platform. Uh, so I, I, I personally am very excited about all the different opportunities that this is going to present to us, not just now, but like down the road with future releases. You know? Yeah. And that's, that's a very interesting philosophical difference with Dash that I think it has been a source of, um, I guess, strong differentiation as well as frustration is because Dash is super focused on the user, the end user, mm -hmm. and no one else is. And I, I don't say like no one, but like literally three other people in the space are. Like it's very, like not even three other projects, like three other like people doing a couple things. There's nothing that's end user focused really. It's all yeah. terrible. And the other, pro the other thing though is the end user doesn't exist in crypto. There really isn't that much of an end user. So like, so, um, largely dash has been building stuff for people who don't exist for hypothetical customers that don't exist yet and it's the gamble of the long term so for example like who cares if you can live on crypto i do yeah. and that's kind of it <laughs> like there's maybe like two other people but no one really like why do i need to buy why do i need to set up a you know again with the id and all that set up like an uphold or whatever integration 
it, you know, obviously no offense to Uphold. It's it's a compliment that they go to Uphold first and build a buy and it just works that, that well. But why do I sign up for a thing, buy some Dash, eat a small fee, not very much, but still a fee, and then like buy some gift card somewhere so that then I can go pay at the restaurant I already go to and can pay cash or card at and then just, you know, do some, maybe the price goes down and I lose some money or like, this is the end user and like yeah. you're targeting someone who just does not exist. And, yeah. and that, yeah, that hopefully point, yeah. it's all the work, right? Like all yeah. you said was all the different steps you have to take in order yeah. to be able to live off crypto. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and that is, uh, personally, I think that's a big impediment to adoption. And so you remove those steps, you make it as easy as the, as the legacy financial sector has, has done it. Uh, you know, in, in many ways, let's say like, uh, you know, in the US, for example, you go and you pay at a store, you can use Apple Pay, tap your card or tap your phone or whatever it is, and, and you're done. You, know, you grab your stuff and you walk out like that. I mean, prior to COVID, I guess now you just do it online. <laughs> <laughs> well, my life hasn't changed that much right here in New Hampshire, but hey. <laughs> but yeah, but like to the, to the point, though, you can't uh, like these, these steps are, you know, people just don't have the time for them. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so you want to make it as attractive as possible by solving those problems, and then you'll find that there are more people using it. But you got to get them to try it. You got to get their attention. And so mm-hmm. you know, with, with FastPass, that's what we're doing. We're we're getting people's attention and being like, look, we've taken away a lot of steps for you, a lot of time. Mm-hmm. You have to wait, and we're also going to tell you how to use this. So I think like this is that that's basically a step in that direction. I don't want to say that this is the end. But like, of course. <laughs> So I guess kind of like a final question, which I have to do a little like a background explaining on Um, the, from what I've been told, um, Dash identities are flexible enough that the way you can associate things to them, you should be able to also associate things like other cryptocurrency keys and stuff so that you could possibly use a Dash username to send Litecoin or something like that, or receive Litecoin or something like that. And uh, there certainly there is some kind of interoperability that can be created. And obviously you're talking about ecosystem, like exchanges using Dash for Dash. When you use Dash, it all works out so super well. Yeah. Now, do you have you thought of or explored any kind of an, an, um, an initiative or idea where you'd actually try to be um, what, what one could say project agnostic to basically try to say, hey, let's just say, library, the decentralized video, et cetera, platform. You work great. You're doing your thing, but it's hard for anyone to get in to buy your credits to just use this little YouTube thing and tip on there. It's a little bit. So let's put like a dash front end on there that just auto converts through one of our partners from dash to credits. And then you can basically, you know, tip on decentralized YouTube with dash and they don't see that it comes into, into library credits, like reach out to that partner or just say, Hey, you guys like, you know, Litecoin for whatever reason. <laughs> Do you want to have your Litecoin wallet? You just have a quick and easy username that it auto converts enough Litecoin to Dash so that you pay the credit fees to actually like run a username. And like, and this has been an idea for me. And of course, long preamble to the question, right? But this has been an idea for me for a, a little while because all the multi coin wallets out there kind of suck. And the the dash wall is just smooth. Like I wouldn't say it's perfect, but it's very like usable. It's very noob friendly, very easy to recommend. 
and I'm testing the dash pay username wallet in the alpha right now as well. And it's also like that. And then I, tr and the problem is I try to say, oh, this is so easy. And then they're like, oh yeah, I don't have dash though. And it's like, well, then I have to like sell them on dash, which, you know, I I'd rather just sell them on the wallet and have them do what they used to be doing, but through this wallet and using dash in, in the background. So basically, is there any thought to kind of approaching beyond just the dash boundaries, not just like the proprietary dash ecosystem and then the dash supporting services, but to actually try to put the dash fast pass experience to facilitate other projects, kind of work with other separate blockchain projects. Yeah. So, I mean, like, uh, you know, BD, we are, I want to say project agnostic, but we're, we're, we do recognize that other projects add value, um, mm -hmm. you know, to the, to the industry. And we're always, you know, open to working with other projects on this, uh, on, you know, like I've spoken with several uh, different projects across the, the crypto environment um, mm -hmm. in order to come up with something that we can do together. And, uh, it, you know, ultimately those, those haven't panned out, but we've built good relationships. With them. Um, however, there, I do know of partners that are doing something actually very similar to what you're saying. Uh, they're big believers in Dash, uh, mm -hmm. uh, but they want to onboard more users. So their solution was to have something that auto-converts to Dash. So opening it up to multiple uh, different projects, mm -hmm. people submit their you know, Bitcoin or whatever, and then it converts to Dash uh, and they receive Dash, like the company itself. So mm -hmm. that's, that's one way of doing it. Uh, and then they, they continuously give out Dash through a number of different ways. So they're getting this cryptocurrency and then putting Dash into more hands, uh, which is a win-win for everyone. So like no one has to go and convert anything. They, it's just done automatically. So it's it's not too hard. It's kind of similar to doing something like, um, you know, we have, uh, I can't remember, it's in one of the Latin American uh, partners, but they have a, uh, a way where, let's say you're standing in, in a, a grocery store line and um, you need, you, you realize you don't have enough balance to check out. Somebody sends over uh, their their dollars or whatever it is from the U.S. Mm -hmm. and then it auto converts into uh, no, sorry, they send Dash and it auto converts into that local currency. Yeah. Uh, so once they swipe the card, so the balance is shown both in Dash and is shown in you know the local currency. They swipe the card. The merchant has no idea that there that there is Dash being used in this transaction because they're just receiving local uh, currency. So there yeah. are there. I mean, and this is using fiat and, and Dash, and it's not too difficult to do it the other way around, uh, or rather with crypto, cryptos, probably. Yeah. It's probably easier. Um, but, yeah. yeah. So to hit that analogy then, um, we're going from just being like, you know, Google search, or just like a very specific consumer-facing function of Dash, to then being like Google, like Google everything, like Dash everything. Dash gets you into all kind of unified login thing. And then we're now we're talking about other non-Google companies that have a sign-in with Google option. And that would be kind of this last phase of things. And then it, all that equals world domination. So in a good way, though, in a don't-be-evil way. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're definitely trying to attract more people. And these are these are initiatives that we're working with on partners, on the partner mm -hmm. side. So this will be like, you know, not siloed, I want to say, but like it's going to exist on a few sites. Um, you know, as for as for like Dash Core Group and what you know, we're going to be adding to the wallet and our features. Uh, it's it's more like, you know, we'd like to take an approach that 
is useful for our Dash users. So they're currently looking through uh, different options and different ideas and exploring, you know, different strategies on that. Uh, so I can't, I don't know too much about how that's going to turn out, but I can tell you, you know, on the business development side and what my partners are working on is that this, this is going to be coming out. And, you know, if it works, if these, you know, initiatives are very successful, you know, these are things I can take internally and be like, hey, you know, is this, is this something that we can use? Yeah. So yeah. But yeah, at the same time, I'm supporting it. So we'll see how well, it works out. Well, fantastic. So where do we find out more about this kind of stuff? Uh, well, I mean, it's, Look, I mean, these things are constantly happening. So you're going to see a bunch of news across like FastPass. I'm going to be very focused on building that out, uh, mm -hmm. building on the momentum that we've, we've created with the launch. Uh, you're going to start seeing functionality, you know, like I was talking about earlier with the trading bots. Uh, you're going to start seeing education. There's going to be like an educational page that's going to come out with lots of content that our partners and us are working together on, on different, you know, hot topics and as well, basic topics and analysis and so on. So. Uh, these are things that you can expect that are going to be coming out like continuously. Uh, and then separately, you're also going to see a lot of fun stuff coming from like, you know, the esports side, uh, as well as from, uh, you know, the uh, Latin America uh, business development side. So, uh, no, we're, we're very busy. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> like 24 hours in the day, and we seem to be usually working on uh, work, I guess, during those hours. But uh, the results are, are good, and, you know, it's definitely continuously motivating us at this point. Um, yeah, but, amazing. Uh, well, I, I do want to just, you know, mention as well, as far as like the FastPass, I, it's, I could not have done this without, you know, the support of, of a lot of our team. So, I mean, it was, it was definitely a, like a, a team uh, initiative that made it happen. It was, um, you know, thank you to Fernando and Mark and Ryan and Ernesto and Strophy and, you know, all our partners that, that made this happen. I think this is going to be very exciting. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much for being on. And yeah, I hope this gets a lot of people excited. Absolutely. Yeah, same here. Thank you for having me on. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, subscribe so you don't miss an episode and donate to support the show by going to my Cointree page. That's cointr.ee slash the desert links and leave a message with your donation. Protect your privacy online with NordVPN. Avoid content censorship with Library. Live on crypto with BitRefill. Get paid to search with PreSearch. All links are in the show notes.